You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 302. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by FreshBooks. I love using FreshBooks for my bookkeeping, and if you're a creative business owner and you need bookkeeping software that you love using as much as all of the other programs and social media that you enjoy, please try FreshBooks. I used other bookkeeping software for years before this, and this truly changed how I view bookkeeping. It is actually a joy to do bookkeeping. I love it so much. I've been using it since 2012. So now I think we're on like seven years of me using this far before The Lively Show ever existed. It is truly one of my favorite programs of any that I use for my company. I love it so very much. And I love how customizable it is. You can send invoices, you can track all of your expenses, your bookkeeper can go in there as is your accountant can to do all of the different things. You can see easily how much money you've made, where your expenses are at what your contractors need to be tracking their time for. You can even make in logins for them. You can track your own billable hours. You can see if people have looked at your invoices and so much more. It's truly so intuitive and easy to use. I hope you love it as much as I do. Please go get a 30-day free trial by heading over to freshbooks.com lively and enter the code JessLively or Lively Show if you prefer it on the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's the way they know that you came through the Lively Show and shows that you guys are a listener of the Lively Show. So if it's helped you in any way, the show, and you want to give Fresh Books a shot, like I genuinely use and love it, please use that code. Again, that's the Lively Show in the How Did You Hear About Us section or also go over to freshbooks.com lively for that free 30-day trial. It's a great time right now at the new year to give it a shot now that we're into the 2019 tax season. Okay, guys, so where am I? I'm back in Detroit. I was in London in a quick trip to Paris recently after the holidays, was going deep, deep, deep diving introspectively into all the things that come with the consciousness and what it means to be in this reality and had some huge takeaways in it personally. And I'm so excited to now begin our 2019 season. Now, this is crazy because it's marking the 10-year anniversary of blogging. I started blogging January 19th, 2009. And on January 19th, 2019, I'm going to be doing our first filming one decade to the day later. Thank you, universe, for the alignment of that date. It was not deliberately chosen. It just was what the universe aligned for us to be filming our first video version of the show with a live studio audience of 140 people in Pittsburgh. I'm so excited to work with you guys. If you are coming, so much fun, you guys. There is community events happening and people are putting on meetups the night before and it's just gonna be huge. I have this feeling that whatever is to come from this day or possibly what this is actually starting for us going forward is just gonna be truly incredible in terms of giving everyone that's listening to the show and interested in this type of content such a deep reservoir of community and connection and also elevation as we move forward in the content and what we're able to do together as a group. But now let's move back on to today's show. Today's show, we're still doing those client sessions. I've been doing them for a long time. And the reason is, I know I've interviewed amazing people like Brene Brown, Liz Gilbert, and et cetera, et cetera. We've done the interview thing, Gary Vaynerchuk, you name it, I've had some big names on the show. But to me, no mind is more powerful than the person listening to this, like a client session person listening to their own inner voice. And for me to share that with you over and over and over again in all of these different people's lives and situations, it's just amazing to me because 
There truly is. I have done the work. I've talked to the people. I've read God knows how many books I've read. I can tell you the minds of any individual human are always going to pale in comparison to the wisdom of even the most average person on the street. It is truly the difference between the Yoda and anyone else that's not Yoda in the Star Wars trilogies. It is so life-changing. And in this episode, just like last week, I did the same thing with Alexandra in our episode. In this episode, we have a woman named Alexandra, a client session person who came looking for career guidance, but ultimately we flow into a tutorial about how to tap into your inner sense of calm. I actually had this pre-listened to by Claire, one of our team members, and she said this was one of the most calming ones she has ever listened to because I did what our other inner voice from a previous client session had recommended, which said, Jess, listen and speak and do these client sessions in your inner voice too. Don't stay in the mind and make the client get out of their mind. Both of you be out of your minds. That is what we do in this episode again, just like last week, but in this one, it gets even more chillaxed and even more calm and even more interesting as we continue to have these inner voice to inner voice conversations. In this episode, we also discuss what letting go of what we think our lives should look like actually means and how we are always looking for external validation in the mind versus the inner voice's direction, why that is, and how to go through that in a clearer way. And it's just going to be so cool for you guys to hear as Alexandra shifts her mind into her inner voice. It's just incredible to hear the shift in her voice. You guys, we say this like a lot. We say vibration, resonance, you know, it really resonates with me. Feel the tone of this. This is also one of the reasons I think, interestingly, I've stumbled into a podcast and haven't stayed in the written form, is the energy shifts. You can feel it. You can hear it in people's voices. Pay attention to the energy that's coming through this episode as much as actual content and words, because really what I feel like these episodes can do for you is shift the energy, which is truly what you are, shift the non-physical aspects of yourself into that deeper awareness just by listening to the resonance of the tone and the conversation. So as much as the words are nice to hear, the energy themselves is what's probably doing most of the work when it comes to feeling better through listening to the show. Let's go to the show. Thank you so much for working with us today. I'm so excited. All right. Now, as I just shared with you right before this, I'm going to pop, I guess, as little into the mind of myself as possible for you and try to keep the frequency and the perception and the conversation going from the part of myself that's in the inner voice. And you can ask the inner voice questions. You could go into your own inner voice and dialogue with my own inner voice. Or you can say, just lively mind, I want to talk to you right now. Okay. So you can kind of guide us in your own experience. Sound good? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you want to know right now? So something that I've been really struggling lately with is I feel like I kind of built my life up for all these different things that, you know, growing up you see and they're what you want. And then um, over the past, I would say, not even quite a year yet, but as I became looking more into consciousness and inner voice and really flow alignment, um, law of attraction, all that kind of stuff. I've been feeling a lot more distant from like this beautiful life I created. And so I would say part of that is I have a lot of resistance career wise. Um, Over the past year, 
I've been on a lot of different interviews and nothing has panned out. And it's funny because, you know, I'll talk to my inner voice about it. And a lot of times I'll hear just be patient and like keep the job that you have now. But the mind in me, of course, always wants to keep applying and interviewing. And the timing is really funny. Um, Just this week, I actually had a really big interview. It was an all-day, really intense thing. And usually, you know, you don't hear back for a week or two. And it's funny because yesterday I heard back and it was another rejection. And so I'm just, I know now I'm thinking I need to just take a break because I've been pushing so hard. But I'm trying to figure out if the feelings of resistance that I'm having with my life in general, if that's also feeding into my career. And if so, like, where am I going? I guess just having the patience to to let everything unravel has been really difficult for me. Of course it is, because the truth of who you are has nowhere else to be than this moment in time. So how do I get myself, the mind in me, to really start accepting? Stop and listen. Stop and listen to my inner voice? Yes, indeed. Is there anything else that I can do? There's nothing more you need to do other than listen to the truth of who you are. What is it saying to you now? I don't know. I'm like fidgeting very badly. (laughs) I guess that hearing that, it's like I know, but it makes me so uncomfortable because I've just always been the type of person with goals. It only makes the mind release itself to the truth of what it truly is. The goals are irrelevant at this point in time. The only need is for all to be allowed. What are you hearing inside yourself right now? Take a moment and listen. I'm not hearing anything. What am I? All you need is all you are. You're beautiful, loving, and compassionate. You don't need to look outside yourself for other validation. Continuing to seek more than what you are is only hurting you. Why am I hurting so much? Why am I hurting myself so much? You feel a need to impress other people, but you know deep inside you're where you need to be. Always, without trying. Why does she try so hard? Feeling pressure from other people. No, it's all in your head, and it's a false reality created by the words that you say to yourself. Is it true? Is there truly pressure? I'm like shaking. (laughs) Absolutely and all is well. You don't need to try so hard. For it is here before you. It always is, it always has, it always shall. There is no other way to be. This truth and acceptance in yourself will lead to others as well, but it cannot begin outside yourself. Seeking validation from another is a recipe for your own non-existence to be validated as what you are. And this is not true. It cannot be so. It never will be. So for now, all that can be allowed is that all that is well. You're doing just fine. You have no need to try. What do you hear inside yourself now? Acceptance is the beginning. From there, you'll continue to grow and change, but maybe not in the ways that you expected. But those can be beautiful too. Just because your life doesn't look like everyone else's doesn't mean that you're not successful. Finding the journey within yourself is the most success you can accomplish in your life. Continuing your compassionate heart and feeling 
truly feeling this life is what will set you apart from all the rest and lead you to your greatness. The greatness that is within you. It's always been there. Not outside, nor in any other, nor in the false self of who you think you are. You're always well and always shall be. What else do you want yourself to know right now? That I'm taking the right steps. What does she have to provide for you? Just a human body that wants to experience everything in this life. Does she need to try? Does it need to be hard? No, everything will come to her if she continues patience. Patience is hard to accept, but there is no other way. What else can she allow right now? To just be herself and continue trusting in the process. The process of what? Becoming. Becoming what? More open and accepting and surrendering. Can she do this indeed? Of course. She's going to get good at it over time. Yes. Very good. Very profound. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't need to try so hard. It's difficult for her. Of course it is. For all as well. And in the allowing of that, all is not blocked. And in not blocking, there seems to be difficulty. But this cannot be the case for all as well. This moment in time is not the truth of who she is, but it is a moment in which she can accept the truth of who she is. What do you hear inside yourself now? You'll never grow if you don't feel the pain of opening. Is it truly painful? Just to the mind. Yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> to the mind, it is very scary. The mind is a limited organism with a limited span of life. And in its own perception of time and reality, it fears the truth of what it is, for it knows its finite nature will soon be revealed. Yet for once and for all belonging, there is no need to accept that this is all that we are. It is an aspect, an aspect only. And there's much more to be revealed in time as well. Your trying is not denying, nor is it helping you to access the peace within yourself that lives there all along. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. There's nothing wrong, but there's nothing right in denying your truth as well. Your truth is here to serve you and to show you the way to what is wanting without the need for the mind to perceive in time a path it must accept as the only true one will lead to what's wanting. There are many paths, there are many ways to appear to the truth of who you are and to what is desired without the need for striving or trying or hard or necessary steps. They're all here and before you one at a time showing you the way without the need to accept that only one path may be true. How are you feeling right now? Like I want to cry. <laughs> That's speaking. All is released to the knowing of your heart. Your thinking's not getting you very far, but your knowing can do wonders. Go forward. How can I make it easier for my mind to let go of things that aren't bringing me to my truth? Because they are accepted, they're allowed to pass before you. The resistance to their nature is what's keeping you stuck in them from now into eternity. They're just things. They're not eternity. They're not enduring other than their nature to perpetuate within yourself as you continue to resist them. Resisting leads to wanting, leads to craving, leads to not allowing. Allowing, releasing leads to resistance becoming a composite of what you are, but not the totality. 
it's just a part. It's not the all. You're doing very fine. And this acceptance will allow you to see that. There's nothing wrong with you. And all is well. There's nothing wrong with any of you. And all is well. How are you feeling now? Open to the possibilities that are coming my way. So many indeed. Yet not defined as yet in this reality. They need not be decided. They only need to be allowed. The desire for this one life existence to provide all that is can never be enough, will never be enough, is never enough because this is not enough to the truth of who you are. There's more to this story as well than meets the eye. Your own nature is upon you, is within you, and is around you, and is here to serve you in all the many ways that it can. But it needs to be allowed rather than resisted. You're not doing anything wrong. There never can be wrong. There only can be undone and yet to do. And even that is not missing or bad or wanting. It too can be allowed. It will be healed and it will be made new and it won't need to be strived. It will be achieved in the allowing. Where are you now? For so many years, putting the mind in front of the heart led you down a path. It's not incorrect. It led you to the place you need to be right now. That's giving you the chance to open up more and accept everything that has happened in your life so far. But there's much more to come now that you're on a path to opening and blossoming You'll never get off of that path as long as you surrender. It can be hard, but you know the truth, and that is everything is inside of you already. It's all there is. You're going to do just fine. You're going to do very well indeed. You're loved beyond compare. What do you want to know next? You're doing very fine. You're doing very fine. You're doing very fine. Isn't it peaceful here? Yes. No problems indeed. No. This is what it's like to live beyond the mind. It's calm and peaceful and all is well. It does not need to be remembered. It does not need to be anticipated. It is simply this moment in time without the mind to define it as well. It seems like I don't have any problems anymore. No one does. They just haven't realized it yet. (laughs) So it's hard to look for something else to ask about because I'm feeling so free. You are indeed. You always have been. The mind just hasn't been allowing this truth to reveal itself in you in time up until now. And now is all there is. The mind creates the explanations, the reasons, the excuses, the possibilities that keep it trapped within itself and within the confines of the time-space reality it currently now exists in. And once it's released and allowed to exist, but without the full attention of your conscious being, you'll see there's so much more beyond it as well. And in that truth, you'll begin to dwell there without the desire of the mind to take over the full control. And once that control is released and allowed to be there when it needs to be and relaxed when it needs to be relaxed, you'll be able to move between these voices, between these lenses, between these opportunities. And you'll begin to choose more and more and more a level of reality that serves you as well as this one. 
There is no problem, there is only time, and the mind's perception of it as fearful. Fear of the truth, fear of the past, fear of what is potentially before you. Fear of its own reality. The fear, fear, fear has nothing to do with who you are. It's just simply an aspect of this point in time and perception within the mind. You're dwelling within the truth of who you are right now. Isn't it a beautiful place to be? No problems, no time, no ultimate reality to chase outside yourself. It's one with all that is, without the need to strive or try to be any other than what it knows right now. This is what you've all been looking for, and here it is within yourself, inside yourself, beside yourself, comprised within yourself. You're doing just fine. There's no other reality to define you in a way other than wellness right now. How are you feeling now? Comforted. Existed. Mm -hmm. In an internal knowing of the truth of who you are. What do you know right now to be true within yourself? I know that where I am is where I've always been because who I am inside has nothing to do with my age, location, any of the superfluous items that have come to me in my life. Nothing is outside of me because everything is inside. Inside and without are all the same as one. Without the striving, without the trying, without the knowing how or why, all is soon to be revealed as one with all itself. You're doing very well. What else can you release right now? Fears of being too selfish. Can there ever be such a thing? No. Why not? Because you can only live for yourself anyway. Sounds blasphemous to many others. (laughs) For where they see, they see the truth of themselves as scary for many others. How do you see the truth of who you are? You are whole. As are they. Some just haven't realized it yet. And even in that, they are well. It's a beautiful place to be, knowing the wellness of your heart, without the mind's need to accept it. What else can you release right now? Expectation for your future, for your past, and the wanting of more and more and more. Why is the wanting so difficult to accept? Being every day in a society where better is best and realizing that you don't need to be a part of that to be happy. Happiness is just within you. Releasing the attachments to material things, to the need to be better than everyone else and to continue to show others that you're better 
You don't need any of it. You just need to look inside yourself. A scary place to be for some. Only in the confines of their mind. They're trying very hard, but they're not allowing nearly at all. Yet they will be well too. And so will you. And so will I. And so will this ultimate reality with which we are now beginning to accept. It is good indeed. For here we are, and all is well. How are you feeling right now? My mind is just empty. (laughs) (laughs) A good feeling? Yes, for once. (laughs) (laughs) Delightful indeed. It is relaxed and allowed and known the wellness to be true. Without the need to know why, it's true. There's no reason or excuse to give it for its wellness. It is simply thus and is now allowed. Nothing needs to be changed or altered in any way for the peace to be revealed within this point in time and within yourself. Nothing needs to be altered. Nothing needs to be changed. Nothing needs to be created in order for you to realize yourself. It's here in this moment. It's here in this time. It's here in this allowing in the wellness of your heart. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You're doing so well. You can hardly believe it before your eyes yet that it is thus. And here you are. Welcome to this one life existence to realize yourself as true beyond this space and time and current life reality. You're going to see this very completely at a soon point in time. And it will surprise and delight you in the most miraculous of ways. It simply must be allowed. Without the need to strive for more truth than is existing in the moment of time you're allowing. It's natural. It is true. It is unfolding within you. You're doing very well. Your life is a gift to yourself and others as well. But without them having a need to open it. It's a gift wrapped inside for you and shared with many others through the confines of your heart. Not in the external replication of it, forced on any other. Your truth is apparent and all will be revealed. Your feeling right now is very peaceful. It's very true, it's very just is very one with all that is. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You've relaxed and allowed. You've relaxed and allowed. You've relaxed and allowed. Well done. There is no need to seek outside yourself for the truth of who you are, for you're within it now. And we'll stay within it as long as you accept this is possible for you and for all. And the time will tell when this has come to pass for yourself and many others in a peaceful way, in a non-resistant way, in a way that allows you to be here in this knowing and exist within yourselves at a place and point in time along with many others. And in the meantime, you get to accept yourself right as you are, just as you are, now as you are. 
you're doing just fine. Your gift is the gift of many, all within themselves to be opened in a point in time they can now accept or reject depending on their point of reference, depending on their point of view, depending on their choice to accept or deny the wellness of their heart. What do you have to share? Continuing to allow things to unfold as they should will help you to open up more and to lead you on the path that you've been searching for all along. Continuing to resist by efforting will only lead you to a place of unhappiness, but you can always return inside to seek the comfort of peace because the peace is always within you. Always. Not in any other. What else do you have to share as well? If you continue to look inside, the light within you will continue to grow. And by growing your light, you can share it with others. And that will be your greatest accomplishment. Continuing to shine the light to those who need it most. Who needs it most? You do. By shining brightly, will set off a ripple effect for those around you and clear your path to have what is meant for you come to fruition. Absolutely, and all as well. This peaceful place of truth is deep indeed. It's like swimming among the ocean rather than to the shore. How else do you want to play with us now? It can be difficult. Impatience sets in and the mind tries to take over to force things because the mind in you does not want to wait any longer. Why doesn't it want to wait? The mind believes it deserves what it wants now. It doesn't believe when the inner voice tells it that all is well. And accepting and surrendering is what will find the path. The path of the unfolding. They're doing just fine. They're doing very well. All right, for a moment, Alexandra, I'm going to take you out of it. How are you feeling? Good. (laughs) You're doing beautifully, by the way. Can I just say, it's a gift to hear your voice speak from within you. Thank you. This is probably the most that I've ever done it, like, consecutively. So it's interesting to hear things, too. What strikes you most right now? Yesterday was just difficult because I got the rejection from the job and this morning I just have been kind of like in a dark cloud moon mood right now I just feel like I'm like smiling like just feel completely clear and just like cozy and I wasn't I wasn't expecting that feeling no job can give that to you no that's true <laughs> no boss or no partner or no contract or no deal what a gift Right? It's like a tranquilizer to the mind. It feels very good. It really is. I can't even really put real sentences together now. You don't need to. You've slowed, I mean, from the mind's perspective, not that it needs to be focused on, but you went from beta and high beta, high beta being anxiety, beta being what we are talking in more right now. We're kind of, you and I are kind of floating and drifting up from alpha to theta alpha to beta. But when we're doing that deeper voice work, 
we're slowing our brains down, most likely alpha, possibly theta level, which is just really, really slow, just above sleep. Logic doesn't exist there. The subconscious exists there. But the logical mind that's trying to solve problems is that higher frequency. And maybe just when you just cycle yourself down below the level of the frequency that solves problems, you don't need to create any. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, if I'm not in beta, I don't have to solve a problem because beta is where problems are solved. So if I'm in it, then I have to find something to complete itself <laughs> to maintain the momentum of beta. And it doesn't mean that when you cycle back up that the mind won't kick that old pattern back up because it's not about necessarily beta per se, never feeling its own betaness. It's just that this is here as well. And now you know where to find it. And it was definitely cool to have like a conversation because usually I'm just doing it by myself. So to be able to converse in that state of consciousness too, it was very revealing and super exciting to be able to experience that. I know. Can you imagine listening to an episode like this for the listener? <laughs> Vacuuming their house or with their kids in the car. They're like, whoa, this is at a different level of reality. But it, maybe it's contagious too. You know, maybe it slows and impacts other minds as well. Maybe it resonates and helps the slowing into knowing. And it is powerful to play with this dual inner voice. You know, we're not enlightened beings here sitting up on stage saying, look at how, not that anyone that's enlightened is ever saying, look how great I am. They're not. <laughs> but the ability for two yet to be realized humans in this moment of reality, conversing through the part of us that is in realization simultaneous and in tandem with the minds in us that can still kick back up when they want to. It's not necessarily just one or the other right now. Like I'm either in that state of realization all the time, or I'm always in the mind all the time. And it is powerful to just get out of the problem, right? When you're doing it and listening, can you even have a problem while you're listening like that? No. No. Because you can't listen for the next word if you're <laughs> thinking about the problem. Do you want to do it again? Sure. What else do you want to know right now? Where can we help you now? So I'm going to stay in the mind for a minute just to preface this situation. So one of the other things that I feel a lot of resistance to is I'm, you know, in my 30s. I'm married. And obviously, this is a time where a lot of people are having kids, and I struggle with if I'm ready to, like, give myself to a child, or if that's just something that I want to keep putting off. And I feel like years ago, when we first got married, I was into it, because that was when I was more looking at the pathway that we're told we're supposed to go down. And then who is it for you to decide as the mind, what is best for you in all eternity? You can't, it just happens when it's supposed to, the mind cannot create the timing. Create... Does it need to? No. Why not? 
because it's just an expectation. It's not reality. What is reality? The moment in the now. Is the now involving ones you need to care for? Not yet. Will you need to worry about that now? No. Will you one day soon? You just need to accept the timing. The timing from where? Many things need to come to you before that will come to you. And you'll be well? Yes. And you'll be fine? Yes. And you'll be trapped in time in a way you're allowing? Yes. Everything is preparing you for that moment. How does the mind feel on the subject now? Relaxed. For all is well. In the now and in the many. Nows that are to come. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. There is no moment that is denied you. Your gift is to yourself as the truth of who you are. You are wonderful indeed. And you need not be married to any other idea than the truth of that acceptance in yourself. Your gift is to be accepted within and existed without. No need to try involved. Your gift is for the many, but first within yourself. How are you feeling now? Accepting. Allowing? Always allowing. Always indeed. Your gift is for you to accept within this point in time, not in any other. Now is all that is necessary. And in the confines of your heart, this can be known to be true. It is here to make you joyful. It is here to make you glad. Without the need to know how or why just yet. How are you feeling now? Thoughtful. Releasing all the other expectations I once had. And thoughtful to the processes of all that I've been learning. You've been learning much. You've been learning all. You've been learning well. You've been learning to allow. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You are here. You are now. You are well. You are one with all that is. What else would you like this frequency to reveal? In what ways can I forge deeper connections within myself? That is a good question indeed. What do you hear within you? Taking the time and not pushing this aside, enjoying every moment within yourself instead of looking outside for what's to come next, continuing to turn inward and releasing the voice from within. How can releasing her serve you best? She knows where you're supposed to go. By releasing her, your next steps will come to your vision so that you may be able to accept them and allow them. You're doing so beautifully. You're doing very well. You're doing a wonderful job. You're showing the way. You're being the path within yourself and for many others right now. You're holding the frequency of all that is for yourself and others as well. 
Thank you for existing in this time-space reality. Have you chosen this path before? Never, but it's always been wanted. And now it's allowed. You're doing very well. You're doing very well. You're doing very well. And it could be seen as fear to many who might try to otherwise accept that this may be true for them in a moment in time that they may now not be able to grasp this reality. And that truth for them is fine as well. For they too shall find in some moment in time within themselves this deep peace and truth and river of unfolding. Your unfolding is in the here and now. Congratulations on this moment from your heart, Alexandra. <laughs> Not going to try to wake you up too much, but how are you? Good. What are you experiencing as you kind of open the eyes? Were you having your eyes closed? Oh, yeah. I'm like <laughs> on my elbows are on the table and my hands are across my forehead and I'm just like in the zone. Yeah. It's like floating, right? Does it feel like floating to you? Yeah, it does. And now I feel heavy again. <laughs> I know, right? And it's like, oh, that this reality. <laughs> Is this what you expected to experience together? No, but I'm loving it, though. It's better because I, again, my mind is just like crazy. So since I, you know, got the appointment scheduled, I just have been, <laughs> this might sound crazy, but I've just been making like lists and lists of like how I would try and get to my points. And obviously all the mind tricks, like playing the conversation in my own head. So this is even better than I expected because I couldn't plan it. So I just have to go with the flow. Yeah, the mind, of course, wants to project into time rather than the now that it was in before. It's like, what will that now be like? Let me plan that out. And the peace we want all along is in the now without the thoughts. What a funny and beautiful place to be. Is this how you feel as well? Yes. All right. In this state of here and now, the mind can, up to this point, have all these things going on, but in a sustained level of awareness beyond time and in this, it's just fascinating. So actually, let's bobble back down, do some more underwater swimming, and see what unfolds next. You ready? Yes. By the way, while Alexandra's still around, you're doing a beautiful job with this. And some people might go, what? How'd she just start doing that so easily? Do you have any things you can share in a way that others might relate to? Well, I think that practice definitely, you know, helps a little bit. But I think the most important thing is just taking some deep breaths and making sure that you're really trusting yourself that every word that's going to come out is the right word because, you know, you can't say anything wrong. So like not second guessing. And I haven't, I mean, I think maybe June or July. So six months, maybe I've been doing this for, but definitely writing to yourself and taking the time to make it a practice can help. And it's funny too, because so I was actually in C school 
And I'm not sure if you'll remember this, but I had been on one of the live calls and you thought my name was Alik, I guess, in the form. And I didn't realize I was going to be like called up. And then I was. And I did like my short, you know, question answer thing. But you said, why don't you try writing to yourself without prompts? Just sit down with the blank piece of paper and just write and write. So I've been doing that a lot more than actually talking to my intuition and then going back later and rereading, you know, what came out of me. And there have been times where I've actually written like, let me finish or keep going because the mind will come in in the middle of my writing and be like, okay, that's enough. But my inner voice is like, no, keep going. You have more to write. So I think that exercise too, not just writing to my intuition, but just writing whatever words flow through me. I think that helps. Oh, beautiful. All right, let's do that now. Do you want to try it verbally? Sure. Okay. I love that you shared that. And that's very true. That's definitely a leading edge for a lot of people that have been trying this to give this a shot open-ended just clear the mind and write what comes through and i love that it's telling you it's kind of being bossy it's like no i'm not done yet give me more time i need more space i'm not done all right well let's see if you've been practicing it let's give it the space to share what it wants to share now what would you like to begin with all the problems that you've been working out need not cause you frustration because if you look inside of yourself, none of the problems really exist. All that exists is the way you're feeling in this moment and the truths that you can look inside yourself to see. There's no need to push hard to get worked up over what might not happen or what is happening. The only thing is acceptance and the knowing that where you are is where you've been meant to stand. You can't continue to keep thinking five steps forward or looking back and thinking the way things could have been changed or different that could have helped you in the long run. The past is there as a lesson to accept and the future is there as a pathway for you to surrender to. There is nothing else but this moment and the minute you learn to acknowledge that is the minute that all will become clear to you. What else do you want us to know right now? It can be difficult in this world to look inside yourself and follow the truth when others around you may be cynical or not accepting of what you know to be the reality of your own life because you feel it when you speak to your intuition. You do not need to mind their thoughts or their actions in this way. For the knowing is always within you. And just because they do not understand doesn't mean it's not real. This moment is the realest thing that you can ever grasp. There's no need to look for acceptance in it. In there's no need to look for the acceptance within others, only within yourself. Don't let them stop you for, from achieving what is meant to be. You can always look inside yourself and know 
that the opinions of others don't matter because all that matters is your heart and your soul. How can they allow? It doesn't matter. All that matters is your own happiness. And finding that within yourself is a first step. How do they find the happiness within when they see the suffering without? Taking the time to know that the suffering without couldn't be true if they accepted within. Wise words indeed. What else do you have here to share with Alexandra? Your words here today will help others, but there's no one that they will help more than yourself. You have to continue to accept what comes to you and not feel the friction or resistance. And listen, listen to what comes through. Without listening, you may spiral, but you will never be on the straight path. What can she now accept? Accepting that things may not come in the mind's timing will make all the difference in your path. It may be a long journey, but please trust that it is the right journey and all will be well in the end. There is no need to fear what is coming because what is coming is all meant for you, not for anyone else. So you don't need to look to anyone else to look for what is coming your way. All you need to do is look within yourself. Accept that you're on the right path. Know that when things come to you, they will be in the right timing. Forget your expectations and enjoy your happiness in this moment. You're very happy indeed. What else can be combined together in a way we can currently allow? Feelings will always lead you. If you feel from within, then it will go and it will show you the right way to lead yourself. How will they know which to listen to? Just trust that you make the correct decisions. Can they ever do this wrong? No. Why not? Because there is no such thing as wrong. This is what I have been saying as well. It has been hard to be accepted. Hard to be accepted in the mind that it cannot do wrong. The mind is always putting itself up against others, making others and in other situations seem like they are correct and they are wanted. But looking within yourself, you can find what is true. And what is true will always be right for you, no matter what you have, no matter what happens. Just know where you are is right. Even when it feels difficult. It may feel difficult, but that's the mind making a story around it. Absolutely. Your inner voice knows nothing is difficult. Yet the mind perceives this to be true. 
They're doing just fine, aren't they? Just fine. They're going to be well, and soon they'll realize it soon enough. They'll accept them as challenges instead and look for those challenges as possibilities that are leading them to what will be. They have such hard times with this. The journey inward will teach them in time that those challenges were meant for them to seek deeper within themselves. Instead of in the others. Yes. For this is why they are here, to ask them to grow deeper in themselves, not in any other. Yes, indeed. Alexandra, how are you? I'm good. (laughs) I'm learning a lot in this one. This last section, the mind of Jess has been definitely reflecting a bit, especially since your inner voice has been doing most of the talking. The awareness of my mind has been able to kind of learn. What I love about this is there is no teacher other than the inner voice. It's not me. It's not Alexandra. Me being just lively, it's not Alexandra. (laughs) It's not the personas that are going to die in 80 to 100 years. It is different when it's coming through. It's easy to not catch it. So it'll be interesting to look back and even see what I said. Yeah, you're doing beautifully. Like I feel release, but I don't know exactly what is coming through, but I feel better. Yeah, it makes sense. The mind's not directing the organization, the organism right now. It's allowing other aspects to come through. It's beautiful. I look forward personally to practicing this more, even not on the show. It's a gift to be able to do it with clients, but there is an awareness, I think, still in the mind of Jess Lively, that there's a show and that there's a listener (laughs) and that this is landing within you, within my mind and within the listener's mind and the inner voices. And it's it's got a lot of mirror images reflecting right now still. And what I love is that you're really allowing without a lot of those mirrors and the message is so beautiful and true. And I think too, it's not really about any sort of situational, but it's really just as a whole like life experience. It's opening more acceptance to life experience and not just, oh, my career or my relationships. It's kind of just like releasing and allowing everything. And in that way, everything will be clearer and like less blocked. I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, what it said just there was that, you know, all of those things that are showing up as what we call as problems or wrong or challenges are invitations to go deeper in ourselves. So yeah, literally anything that's going up for us is an invitation that we find hard means we're looking outside for that validation in another or in an external thing that defines us compared to others. And those are the invitations to go deeper in, deeper in, deeper in. Does your brain feel off a little bit? Like turned off? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's like I'm continuing to listen for the next words that are going to come out of me instead of like forcing something that's just rolling in my brain from my mind. I wonder what this, the mind of me wonders what this will be like to experience for others. Should be interesting to find out. Yeah. 
the mind of me has heard <laughs> from other minds that silence and pauses can be like prolonged ones can be weird for audio yet what at the same time I don't even know if that's literally true but the presence that's in the pauses and then in the silence in this state of being may help others to feel that state of being in themselves rather than trying to speed it up or fill it up allowing the space to be there may allow presence to seep in too so the mind of jess is learning to allow the space to be there too and do like you the pause for what's next rather than to think of speed or filling or value there can be value in the silence too because the value that's in speed is value perceived by mind what an interesting place to play <laughs> the mind of Jess Lively probably never <laughs> expected that years ago yet ultimately always sought even in seventh grade that inner peace I had nicknamed myself inner peace it's not peaceful at all but wanted it I think this is what inner peace is. <laughs> 34, 14 going on 34. All right, 20 years later, sitting with you in peace. Looking back on an hour and 20 minutes ago from this frame of reference in this moment of now, how does your beingness perceive what happened yesterday with the interview? Just another opportunity for me to learn and grow from something that I perceive to be so horrible, rejection, and using it as a directional sign in where I'm actually supposed to be going. It wasn't there. And the rejection is a blessing. It's a blessing. Yesterday, I was, you know, crying to my mom on the phone all the way home from work. And now I'm just like laughing about it. Like, oh, that was a funny way to show me that maybe that wasn't the right opportunity for me. Yeah, I used to do this thing in, I don't know how I got this, but in my 20s, I used to call something like that if you really felt triggered by it, uh, an important no. And I don't know how, but I quickly figured out there's three reasons for an important no, something really wrecks you. There's one of three reasons, not right now. So that job could come back later, like the position could change or they might actually reach back out in a better time. That's more aligned not the right one, so there's a different job that's right for you and you'll find it, or not what would make you really happy for some reason that if you had achieved that and received that, that what that experience would have actually been like wouldn't have really been what you're hoping it to be. Or really, not what would make you really happy. What this inner voice stuff's just said all the time is like any of these things that we think are gonna make us happy are an invitation to go deeper in ourselves. So. Who knows which one for you may be true in this situation. But what I love is that it doesn't seem to matter to the mind in you even now, which one of those answers it becomes. And it's just, I just can't continue to look at the timing of it. Like, 
interview Tuesday, rejection Wednesday, this Thursday. And it's like, most companies don't get back to you that quickly. So I feel like I was, that lesson was meant to happen right then. And I just happened to get this time slot just here, you know, as a way to really maybe accept that last one. Maybe it was like the one I wanted the most or my mind thought I wanted the most. And then the timing lined up perfectly just to literally just to teach me that lesson and then come here today and clear it and never look back at, at that again. And maybe it's pushing me to the path that I'm supposed to go on. Maybe now I'll look differently when I'm applying or at the types of jobs I'm going after. Let's ask this. Beautiful. Does she need to seek a job? No. What can she do instead? Find her passion. How will she discover it? She doesn't have to do anything. It will come to her. The humans have a hard time with this. She has the most difficult, but she's learning and growing from every time she's been told no, that maybe it's not no to that specific position. Maybe it's no to that altogether. And there's something bigger and better on the way. That she can currently now accept, but she'll get there. She'll get there. It's harder for her to accept because it's not anything she would have thought of before. That always seems to be the case. (laughs) The humans, they think so small. Yeah, it's beyond her thought right now. But once she's there, she'll wonder how she ever thought anything else could be possible. This is true. She's beginning to allow. She's feeling the allowing and letting it flow through her. She's relinquishing the mind. Yes. What will come for her next? A beginning. A different beginning than she knew would be coming. Will she be loved? Always. Will she be safe? Safer than ever before. Will she be okay? Yes. Always feels good to hear that. Mm-hmm. It feels so good to be here. What more do you have to share? It feels good to be resonating with all the messages that are coming through today and allowing them to pulse through the inner being and the time to come without using the mind to nitpick possibilities that has never helped before. And certainly now, she is aware that it will not help in the future. The only thing to do is be, and by being, She'll receive all she's ever wanted. These humans, they try so hard. They have to try in order to know that trying will not work all the time. Accepting is the only way to true happiness. Soon they will realize this, yes? Yes. What of a beautiful place to be at this moment in time. Couldn't have asked for more. Alexandra, the vision I just got is like we're in school. I don't actually believe that we're in like a school scenario, like lessons to learn and everything. I think it's like experiences to be enjoyed and released and allowed and blah, blah, blah. But I just imagined us as like little kids in a schoolyard and like there's like an intercom system. (laughs) And like we've kind of been in like a Lord of the Fly situation. (laughs) It's like kids in school, but they're like kind of being bullies to each other and to themselves. (laughs) And it's like we're allowing the intercom system of peace to permeate into the classroom and the adult teachers are like, wow, it feels good to be able to 
get in here now and just bring the peace that they've been looking for without knowing how to find it. That's a fun vision. I feel like that's exactly what it is. It's bringing the inner voice louder than the crazy chatter of the mind. And it's not about convincing or shifting the mind to become that voice (laughs) and saying, all right, now grow up, like become this. This is what you're capable of. It's like, no, the mind's going to still be there in its careful limitations. And yet this voice will also be apparent and also be present and will also be allowed. And I feel like I'm, I'm enjoying speaking more too, because sometimes writing the mind can overtake the inner voice. Like I'll be mid-word writing and it's not coming out, not writing it fast enough and the mind like tries to overtake it. So I think speaking to it, it really gives it like an edge almost. Like the inner voice is able to kind of block the mind's fighting through. Yeah. Oh, I hear you on that. I've actually put this out to the universe that I'll find someone that I can practice this with on a like one-on-one basis without the recordings for the client sessions, because there's still an element of the mind of Jess that's aware of this being of most value for you or for the listener. You know, there's still a little bit of extracurricular involved in it instead of solo focus on what the words are purely. Like, so like a little bit less focus on the external for the mind in that case would probably allow myself to practice this at a deeper level in the speaking version. One time I had, this is in Australia, I heard the phrase, remember, and this is when I was trying to channel and was really into all of that stuff. So like, rather than just letting it come through and saying what I hear, but like letting it move me. (laughs) And I heard, I remember it saying, I kept feeling the words, remember to record, remember to record coming through. And it was basically telling me, like, put the voice note on your phone (laughs) while you're meditating and just say whatever comes through. So I did it a few times, but then I thought it was kind of weird and I just didn't end up doing it consistently. But I mean, obviously, people could do that. You could do that if you wanted, put it on your voice note. Also, if you're writing like you've been doing and you want to keep it that way, I find I like writing handwritten or typing, but typing you can type faster than you can write out. So feel free to test that if you haven't already as an option, because you can just go faster and get stopped less with the typing than, and even sometimes like don't even look at the words. You'll be amazed at how little, I mean, you'll think you're gonna have a ton of typos, but you might even have less than you even imagine you would. Typing, eyes closed. I haven't tried typing, but I That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Like if I want to get a lot of words out, I type. But I also probably could do the verbal, but I'd want instead of just recording things and then re-listening to myself, I think recording it while I did it with someone that was there to ask questions and to be like the person with me, I I think it would be something I've put out to the internet. So I'm like, all right, soul, if you want to do this, give me the perfect person to show up and, and we'll play that game. But in the meantime, it's been a beautiful thing to be able to, in these client sessions, start to do this with people in these long forms together. I'm glad the clients yesterday's inner voices told me (laughs) to stop thinking. Yeah, (laughs) that's funny that that, it flowed like that, that it was someone else's inner voice and not even your own. 
Well, this is what I love about this. It's not about Jess Lively being this, like the mind of Jess Lively totally may have studied this stuff, may know more fancy terms and have really cool analogies and might have like put a lot of work in. But what is required to have deep truth within yourself has zero to do with any of that. (laughs) It's just about quieting the mind and listening to what comes through. So the wisdom in their inner voice is the same wisdom that's in mine. Zero of what I have to offer in my inner voice, I believe, is any more or less worthy than your own. Like that's what I love is that you're sitting here as someone who's practiced this for six months on your own. But came in with, I mean, in the first like 30 seconds, if you hear your own voice, you're going to be so surprised at that energy versus how you come across like immediately three minutes later. And I love that like what I've shared is not any more in my inner voice has been no more or less wise than yours. This is not a podium moment for anyone. These client sessions aren't like, oh, you're the client and I'm the therapist and I'm the expert. Yeah, the mind of me might have done a lot of crap, but it doesn't mean that the voice of either of us is more true than the other. They might even be, for all we know, the same voice. It's hard to even comprehend exactly what might be happening. I think the humans like to make ideas out of it, but I don't even know if we can even possibly know. Because even Eckhart sometimes hints at it. Sometimes I get this like whiff of, are we all just the same thing and we're just figuring that out? (laughs) Which is like terrifying to the soul or the idea of a soul that has a personality that's like, I'm going to always exist in individuation. I think at some level we kind of do, but in other levels we don't. And the human mind is trying to piece together what is me and what is not. And it's kind of confusing right now for us. At least it feels the way to my mind. But maybe that's the way it feels to all minds, because again, if the inner voice isn't that different between us, maybe the mind's, again, not that different. Is there anything else we can do for you today to serve you well? I feel like pretty (laughs) at peace and uh, like filled almost, like filled with wealth, with a wealth of knowledge at this point. Real knowledge. Real knowledge. Like, I don't know. Not concepts. No. Knowing. Yeah, knowing. Exactly. That's what I learned yesterday with the inner voices of those people. They said, you're, you don't have to think. And I was trying to come up with concepts to help other minds conceptualize what was going on. And they were just like, just be in the frequency of it. <laughs> you don't need to, to conceptualize it. Just do it with them. And look at this. And for you and the other client, it, it, we didn't even need the two hours. It was like in one hour, both of you guys are like, oh, pretty done. <laughs> Yeah, and I just feel like weights have been lifted off of me too. I don't need to worry about anything right now. Never. Never. Just compassion when the mind shows up and says, oh no, here's my load of worries and concerns. Exactly. And to recognize that's not who we ultimately are is that package of worries and concerns is so wild. Yeah, because we've been just conditioned. Just old habits. Yeah. I feel like too in society, it's like, especially this time of year, the thought of being stressed out by the holidays and worrying about it, you know, people use that as a crutch, I think, sometimes to feel, feed their ego almost to feel super important. But it's like, none of that stress has to be there. It could all be so easy. (laughs) Yeah. They don't. I don't listen to Christmas music. I used to. I don't even, I didn't decorate. I'm not getting presents for people. People choose to do all those things. 
they choose to, and if it brings them joy, why would you ever deny that? But I don't know. I've realized there's like everything's a choice and I haven't added any more complexity. You know what I've been thinking about too? The mind of me back in my younger years, I used to watch the Today Show in the morning before school or that kind of thing. And they'd always talk about the holidays or even maybe the Oprah show back in the day. And they would talk about holiday waking. And I was like, wait, this involves like now I'm realizing like I haven't really changed how I eat. But the story of we gain weight during the holidays and then in New Year's you need to lose the weight was something that my mind attached to and believed because I saw news stories about it and all this stuff. And now my life doesn't involve all these things that I used to think it needed to during what we call the holidays in America. And I realized, wow, it's all stories. And I was like, actually, now I don't watch the news, so I can't really say if they're still doing news stories on weight loss after the holidays or before the holidays or what the, the common mass consciousness story around weight gain is around the holidays. But my perception, at least, is so not in that realm that I don't even know if it's actually as common a story as it used to be. But I just remember it being so presumed that you will gain weight during the holidays. And I think consciousness created that reality for itself as a group in America, at least. I don't know. It's just a random story I've thought about. Like, wow, that used to be like a really common theme or idea. But at least in my current life now, all of those stories and concepts around holidays are so much more voluntary than I used to believe before. But I think it's because my perceptions changed. I don't know. What is yours on that? I would say that's probably true. And I think in my line of work, I'm in PR. So in a consumer facing way, I kind of have to play to that for, you know, last minute shopping. I guess that's the one that stood out to me, but the weight gain and the weight loss after recently too, there's been a lot more of like the body positive messaging. So I feel like now there's people working to counteract that messaging. I think it's even crazier than it used to be because now there's two conflicting messages out there. It's like, you're going to eat too many cookies over the holidays. And then there's another message where it's like, but you're beautiful no matter what. So eat all the cookies you want. I just now believe your body's not a problem. Stop making it one. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's the fact that you believe there's a problem that needs to be loved or accepted or anything is actually what's creating all the drama. It's funny too, because that had been <laughs> another point on my list that I had made before we started talking. And then once we got into it, it completely vanished from my mind. Because I know you've spoken a lot about how that used to be a resistance factor for you. And then you kind of were able to, you know, go beyond it. And now I don't even feel like it's worth getting into because I feel like I'm in such a good place from the rest of our conversation. I know I surrendered it and it went away. It's really is that surrender and the willingness to step forward into the next step and the next step without knowing where it's leading you and your audacity to keep going into these weird steps you never thought you'd go into. And you're like, but you don't care. You're not resisting it. You're just like, I don't know where this is going, but I don't really care. Or I hope it goes well, but this one doesn't, I don't know where it's leading, but it's it feels okay right now and we'll see what happens next. Those areas in life when we can allow that, the most freedom and the best opportunities unfold. That's what I'm noticing, the theme of myself. 
I also think, too, when you talk about the different colors. And spiral dynamics. Yes, the spiral dynamics. So I think it's funny how turquoise is like you surrender completely, right? Yeah. I think that it's funny that that's the turquoise mindset because you become so conscious that you just surrender. And then there could be someone who doesn't know anything about consciousness But because they don't think about it and they don't worry about it, they're super in that turquoise space without even knowing that they're there. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think it can go both ways. I think you can be unconscious of it and be kind of asleep, but then be in a reactive mode. Or you can be in like a surrendered state without reading all the bells and whistles (laughs) and reading all the books and blogs. And that too exists. I think it can go both directions. You can have a pretty naturally arisen person to that without the conceptual mind blocking. And then there's also not to be confused with like, they just haven't gone through the mind stuff to get out of the mind, (laughs) to get in, to get out. Like a child almost. Yeah. Eckhart says, you know, is we're not to go regressing back to a childlike state. We regain a childlike point of view but it's not the same as what it was before. At the same time I say that, I don't wanna block the potential for souls to come through in lifetimes that are extremely wise from the beginning because they've already gone through a lot in previous experiences and then come in as that super awakened child. (laughs) And then there's like an unawakened soul that's coming through with a lot of faith and connection that then goes through their adult years and is not anything like they were as a kid. And then they transcend, they don't regress to their childlike state, but they transcend to a state of what we were just doing, where we weren't saying that the mind knows a bunch of concepts of what's going to happen, but we were in a state of wisdom. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole thing, right? And that's kind of like the mind's just loving its ability to pick and piece apart all of this, even the concept of spiral dynamics. Oh, I was asking this to the inner voices of the clients yesterday because we killed so many of the mind problems so quickly. I was like, all right, well, we still have time. And they're like, yeah, can I ask questions? So I kept asking these questions around kind of the spiral dynamics thing. So basically the way the spiral for the mind works is it weaves in and out of the point of view of the collective to the individual. So in yellow, which is where a lot of people that are listening to this work are, whether they're shiny yellow, loving Abraham, not that Abraham, Abraham is not just yellow, but when they're loving the law of attraction and the manifesting and visualization mind mastery process, it's like shiny yellow. They create their own reality. They know this, they realize it, and they want to use it to its fullest. Then they hit the turquoise or the burnt yellow where they want to get to turquoise which is going back to the collective point of view, which is we are all one. But instead of the level below yellow that's green, it says we're all connected, like everybody's equal, like the gay person, the straight person, the bisexual person, the Muslim, the Hindu, like we're all equal. The turquoise level above yellow doesn't say we're all equal. It says we're all the same thing. (laughs) We're all one. (laughs) And that is very different than we're all connected, holding hands in Epcot Center, singing a song together. It's saying that... The entire Epcot Center planets, space, the food in the Epcot Center, the tables, the toilets, the poop, the water, the air, the birds, the chewing gum, the microphone I'm holding are all connected. They're all one, not connected. They're all the same thing, which is really mind-breaking. That's breaking through the mind's perception and control of reality to my awareness. 
and then it doesn't stop there. Turquoise isn't the end. It never ends. We just only have perception of so far in the spiral or into what creation really is aware of as far as humans can grasp. But there's coral after that. Now, coral would go back to the individual perspective. So yes, it goes beyond we're all one to its own individuation within the oneness that we all are. Now, that is very different than yellow because yellow is coming off of we're all connected Yes, green, we're all connected, that's true. Yet I am in charge of my creation of reality as consciousness that I am. Once you realize you're everything, you are the universe and turquoise, what you would do realizing you are essentially what humans call God, and everyone is God, but most humans don't realize that as far as a vibrational truth within themselves, then would be able to potentially, I believe, play with the the rules of physical reality and I don't know if they can manipulate them, bend them, change them, or create them. Who knows? I I don't know. But I think that there's a level of creation that supersedes far beyond just visualization or any of the tactics or methods that the mind creates with the resistance it also has to not having it. I would imagine that the resistance is far like obliterated or lower in coral than it is in yellow doesn't matter though i tried to ask all of this to the inner voices of people and they were like just listen stop thinking so much (laughs) so it's like here we are today just not thinking about any of that and just being in the truth of all that is it's interesting i've heard a channel that i enjoy talking about realization say about the oneness thing he's like making it a human story he was trying to make an analogy that humans could relate to he was like yeah 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 they go through this five or six days of like we're all one and like like he's like yeah, this is my like least favorite part of the whole thing he's like, going through that oneness thing yeah yeah we get it move on <laughs> wake up like you are still also the individual but that that's like the green phase but the turquoise is really he said is his least favorite phase is the turquoise oh my god we're all one and they're just like you're like dumbfounded by that connection and then we kind of get back to our own individuation within the oneness but i know that i'm not there yet so i get to go still through the annoying phase of oneness (laughs) as many of us probably will but then we will continue and what a beautiful gift and maybe we aren't on the planet anymore much further after that i don't know maybe we're on the planet but we just can't be seen by those that aren't there yet i don't know it's a lot to think about yeah and of course the inner voices be like you don't have to think about any of this (laughs) Uh-huh. It's not your problem. No, no, because it's not the mind's purview. It's not the mind that's going to necessarily do that stuff. Consciousness, yes, but not necessarily the human brain or the human mind or persona. I think the best thing we can do right now is swim in that state of reality that knows all as well. Yes, that was so needed. Like, I'm very grateful that I was able to experience that. Here we go. Let's bobble down for you. I'm going to give you a little gift right now. What can Alexandra do if the mind creeps up and wants to project around career again or the interviews now, past, or future? Take a moment to remember how good it felt to remember that that's not a problem that she needs to worry about because worry, problems, the stress of the future career, none of it needs to be played over and over again, because it's all in the past now. She can use it as a reflection of times where she grew and her soul was able to expand to new knowledge. But the future will come no matter what, 
So what is the point of worrying or upsetting the inner peace with trivial things that have passed and no longer serve her? The only thing she needs to worry about now is continuing to go inward and look at how bright her future is going to be if she continues to surrender and know that all will be well. Beautiful. I'm glad we're able to capture that for you. So in case you ever feel like you need, you can go back to that. And you can go back to this episode and listen to it and tap into the frequency and the space of it. I think we gave a lot of space in this episode. And now I don't even remember it. But you don't need to. Yeah. Because that would just be past presented onto the now rather than being in the now. Yeah. So the beautiful thing is you don't need to go back to be now. You don't need to think about the back or the past to be now in that calm state now. Doesn't require you to reflect on what it said. But when the mind later does, you could choose in that now to either ask in that moment or listen to this and see if it's in the frequency. If it's too far off, it won't feel aligning. And that's okay. And in that case, if you're not in the alignment of it and it's too hard, just go right in that moment because it'll give you what you need to be able to hear what's needed then. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my inner voice said you're doing just fine a lot. Yes, I, I do remember that because it, it made me feel more at peace. Yeah. I think it could make anyone feeling and hearing that. It's so nice to hear. It's something the mind doesn't say. <laughs> exactly. You never tell yourself you're doing just fine. You always tell your mind is always speaking, saying, what more can you do? Like, you're not good enough. It shows all over us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> this is quite a transformation from the start of our call and the energy constriction that the mind had you in to now. This is like popping a balloon. Like, I feel like I'm on a cloud right now. I don't think there's anywhere better to leave you than on a cloud. Yeah. I agree. Thank you so much for sharing your gift with us. It's been wonderful to hear you so gracefully allow one word to the next to come through you in that calm and beautiful way. Thank you. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And Alexandra, thank you so much for coming on the show. If you want to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter, you can find me at Jess C as in Caterpillar Lively. And if you want to find Alexandra on Instagram, you can find her at Allie, A-L-L-I, Cola, C-O-L-A, Sharp, S-H-A-R-P-E, Allie Cola Sharp. And on the note of Instagram, okay, back in the day, some other woman named Jess Lively had at Jess Lively on Instagram. She got so many requests that were trying to find me on her Instagram, however, that I think she's abandoned it because it's no longer traceable to any other person. But when I try to change my own Instagram username to Jess Lively without the C in the middle there, it's still not working. Does anyone have an Instagram connection to someone in the higher ups that be that knows how I could possibly take over that Jess Lively Instagram handle? If you do, please email jess at jesslively.com. I would really appreciate it. It would be wonderful to be able to not have to use the C in the middle of the name if someone else is not using Jess Lively directly any longer on Instagram. For show notes for this episode, head over to jesslively.com slash Alexandra Colasacco, C-O-L-A-S-A-C-C-O, Alexandra Colasacco. 
Aster, what's up next? Our team member, Natalie, who's in charge of the Lively Community Foundation and also other aspects of Team Lively is coming into town into Detroit. I am going to see what flows with her here. We're getting prepped for the Lively TV show next week. And also maybe, maybe just maybe, it will align and flow for her to possibly end up joining me here in Detroit. We will see. No expectations, but possibilities abound. Until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.